Your Steve Jones Show podcast is loading now. The Steve Jones Show podcast is sponsored by Sunbury Motors, North 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, routes 11 and 15 in Hummel's Wharf. It is always great as we go to beautiful Frisco, Texas, to the star, no less, and bring in my good friend, Tony Knopp. Hello, sir. Hello, hello. From Texas, yeah. yeah. Enjoyed the Rangers last night. Looking forward to Rangers and Astros. That's going to be a... That's going to be a rivalry. That will be a rivalry series that will be fun to watch. Two very talented teams. Tony Gotta get and I, the twins, though. It, yep. And Tony and I, by the way, are already making Big Ten football and basketball plans. So. Oh, I can't wait. This is going to be so much fun. It's so much more exciting to go to Happy Valley than to Corvallis. Oh. Nothing against Oregon State, but I'm glad we're not going back to Corvallis or Pullman. Yeah. Exactly. Now, and we say that with all due respect to two fine institutions and communities. Yes, exactly. All right, so we are at a point now. We've talked about TV contracts extensively. You're sitting there in an advisory role. You understand how tickets operate, what interest happens to be with ratings. I've got three properties on the table. I have the NBA, I have the college football playoff, and I have Notre Dame football. How would you rank them in order of what a priority should be for a network in terms of bidding? Oh, man. It's so hard to know because I was just reading today and talking to some people who know things at uh, Major League Baseball that there's a chance that the NFL might buy ABC. And because there's a concern about the broadcast rights and how there's court cutting happening, that's NFL's cash cow right now. Um it comes down to what a network is really looking to achieve. The NBA has a very young demographic, and they have a lot of content, which is kind of the old model of sports media, right? It's how ESPN came to came to fruition, where they really were just trying to fill two hours at, at a time, but satellite dish was so cheap, they gave it to them for 24, and they filled it with whatever they could. The most powerful of the three is, is very clearly college football playoffs. The, nothing drives tribalism and drives... Uh, viewership like like football and college football is, is second only to uh, the NFL right now and and what's really interesting is there was a concern and we talked about this uh, years ago about how the next generation might not be attending football games or caring as much remember we talked about how Michigan's mm-hmm. attendance was down during the Richard era and the like and with NIL the transfer portal and just the way that these schools have leveraged social media and the power of brand like you know coach prime is doing that is completely flipped on its head mm-hmm. college football numbers are through the roof this year um, especially when it comes to viewership and what people are what people are watching so it's really a question of what how long a deal do these properties choose to strike and as we've talked about, because if you strike a short-term deal and bet on yourself, you hope it doesn't backfire. So that sometimes leads to, you know, maybe we take the long-term deal and take the money. But if you do that, you could end up like the ACC with the SPN mm-hmm. or end up like, you know, what, what the Pac-12 did with Fox. Right. Whereas, you know, the SEC and the Big Ten, you know, they bet on themselves. They gave themselves a short enough time span that, hey, if this grows exponentially, we're going to be able to double down on that. And that's what I'm most interested about with CFP in particular and then the NBA behind it. Because the NBA has changed a few times over the past few years. That's right. How how much are they going to leverage, you know, the value of a dollar now versus we go back to the negotiating table in three years, five years, seven years? Well, in this, we were talking, uh, boy, years ago, we were talking about size of facility. 
And Buffalo at one point, Orchard Park was that was an eighty thousand seat stadium. Their new stadium they're gonna build is sixty five. This is a yep. trend you and I talked about ten years ago. That you'll yep. see smaller stadiums, that way tickets are more in demand uh than before. But you're right, it the interest I mean the ratings are up across the board for everybody. But I also find it interesting that the viewership on Amazon Prime is up too. What mm-hmm. what indicator is that? You know, it's interesting that we still don't really know how to track ratings on Amazon Prime and on and online. We're, we've got an idea of what we think is a viewership number, but th- this is what led you and I could spend three hours talking about the writer's strike and what right. Uh, right. what actually ended up happening there. It's big news out at our at our way. It comes down to um, this idea that cord cutting was going to wreck the broadcast networks and that sports was the last thing that was going to hold it together. And it's proving to be true. Mm-hmm. Sports is actually getting more popular. Uh, as, as cords are getting cut, people are moving more towards sports. So that's why you see Apple being, uh, you know, being really aggressive. And they're saying they might put $2 billion into their next deal, which $2 billion for Apple is, is, is pocket change. Right. right? Exactly. And, and it's not a surprise that Amazon and Apple and the others are getting into this because it's really the last bastion of viewership is this, this live event that people are interested in. So, you know, it, it, and it's interesting you talk about the, the size of the stadium and how it's kind of gone both ways. You know, everybody has built smaller stadiums, but because of it, now they're saying, at least people that I know that are in charge, that the World Cup finals are going to be in Dallas, not in New York or Los Angeles, right. because Dallas has a big enough stadium and they have a big enough uh, security for, um, right. fence that they can put around it. They can they can get they can get over 90,000 in that building because they can move stands around in there that mm-hmm. people don't realize. Yeah. And so, because you would think, you know, globally, it's got to be New York or Los Angeles, right? right? You got a five billion dollar stadium in Los Angeles, and then New York is New York. But it's—it sounds like it's almost a sure thing. It's going to be a Jerry World. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. But good for Jerry, right? No, no. <laughs> hey, no, no. Hey, look, it's his place. He—that's his money, just like it's yep. Robert Kraft's money at Gillette Stadium. It's not Jerry Jones is not out there to his credit taking. I, he probably took infrastructure money. Uh, to make sure that you know you had four lane roads going from Globe Life Park over to over to his place, but mm-hmm. but that's his money that he put in there. Oh, uh, he just expanded his internal parking lot because he's got more grandkids. And <laughs> fun fact, you know, I'm just bringing it up because I'm here and I've seen it. You know, Cotton Bowl has been a partner of ours for a very long time. Right. He actually has his own suite that you always see him on TV, but he actually has an elevator in that suite in the back that goes up to a bird's nest that's a private room just for him to get away from people to watch the game when it gets tight. Yeah. I mean, the whole thing is built around Jerry. It's, it's sure. a toy store. Oh, no. Because, I I, as you know, I did the Cotton Bowl. Yeah. And, and when we were there. Best broadcasting setup there is. You got the best seats there is for broadcasting. Oh, that. it's unbelievable. Okay. Here's one of the, like, like, no big deal things to most people, but they actually have a bathroom in the back of the booth. Okay, <laughs> so because Brad Sham and I were talking about it, Brad says, he says, you know, I said I know we're at the goal line, Steve, because we had the Cowboys booth. Yep. He says, and I talked to Jerry, <laughs> and he said, Brad, I love you, but I need to sell that stuff at the fifty yard line. <laughs> yep, that's what it's here for, and that's what we're talking about: smaller stadium, more hospitality more corporate dollars. I mean, what they're realizing on the team side, and we're going back to our media point, is that there's certain ways that you make dollars. You know, you have your ticket sales, you have your sponsorship sales, you have your hospitality sales. 
you don't need as many seats to do that, and then you have the revenue and the media rights. And that's that's the concern with the NFL is that the media rights is such a massive part of the NFL. Right. And what Bob Iger's doing with selling off ESPN and having all of these different suitors coming in, including the NBA, it causes some concern. Right? This is this is how you're making your money. So it, it's going to be so fascinating because everything we've known to be the norm is not the norm anymore. We don't really know how many people are watching on the streaming services, mm-hmm. but we know the streaming services are more powerful with the demographic that's coming up, the 13 to 25-year-olds, which are the ones that are going to, you know, that we're going to sell the advertisers over the next five, seven to 10 years. And that's the TV deals we're talking about, right? Wow. It's, it's always interesting because when you're a listener and you hear it and you think, I don't really care about the term of a TV deal, but then you start to put into perspective that, well, that TV deal takes us in five years from now and the person they're going to be selling to is currently a freshman in high school. Right. Um, it matters, right? And it matters quite a bit. And this is where... Otherwise, you end up right. like the ACC. This is where the 18 to 34 comes in. That's why when you're, if you are potentially skewing younger, so that's the NBA deal, and in yep. some part that's the college football playoff deal, mm-hmm. this is where MLS has done well because they do well with the 18 to 34 market, and it's not talked about often enough. No, they do fantastic with that market, and baseball's doing better with that market this yes. year all of a sudden, which nobody saw coming. Right. I mean, two years ago, was baseball is going to die. It's all old people that watch it. And now, all of a sudden, they made a bunch of changes. Attendance is up 9.8% this year across the board, which is egregious, and, and people that are younger are watching it. So MLS, there's a reason Apple did the MLS deal. There's a reason Apple backed Messi on this. They know what they're doing, right? And they know that... You know, eventually they're going to build this up and be, you know, look, it's the media capital of the world. It's a matter of time before we get to the point where the infrastructure over here is strong enough to support that league in the way it needs to be supported. Mm-hmm. And, and and they know what they're doing when it comes to, you know, people coming up and, and, and playing the game. I mean, soccer participation is higher than any other sport, mm-hmm. while football participation has dropped. Right. So there's, con- there's conversations about all of it, but... What's the most fascinating about what you said is what, what are the, how do you rank the three TV deals right now? Right now, CFP, then NBA. Yep. But 10 years from now, who knows? Right. Who knows? Exactly. But all the right things. See, that's what I want to see when the World Cup comes here. What does that then do to the pecking order that we're talking about now? Is the World Cup the fulcrum that launches soccer or whatever? To a point where it becomes a must-have property in the country, right? It launched it launched MLS the first time in '94. Mm-hmm. MLS came out of the '94 World Cup, but now it's it's an actual league, right? It's a real league with a lot of people paying attention. The Chicago Fire, Messi himself, sold out the Chicago, Chicago sold out Chicago Stadium with sixty something thousand fans, right? Right, and they they even said, "We'll refund you if he doesn't play." He didn't play. But it, it, it's changing everything by bringing these international stars in, and then you can eventually build your national stars and go from there. Um, but it, it's really fascinating to look at because the amount of money that pours into sports, you know, you talk to people who are involved on the commander sale, which there really wasn't another bid. So Jeff Bezos never really got involved no. in that. I know the bankers yeah. who are on that deal. So what's happening is they're saying, okay, well, the money has to eventually stop, but there's the problem, Steve, is there's too much money. Because now the leagues are allowing private equity to get involved. They're allowing investment groups to buy teams. They keep waiting for this quote-unquote bubble to pop, and it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Well, we know with the Pac-12, and of course it all fell apart 
And they're, they're, yep. So now the, this story goes, and I th- was it a professor from Stanford, something like that? It, that he valued the league at fifty million per school. And you're like, okay. You want, you want me to drag Stanford because I'll do it right now? You mean you mean the institution that turned down seventy five percent of their perfect SAT scores because they're so good and yeah. they have such a great graduate school of business? They just got outmaneuvered by literally every single school in the Big Ten. Yeah. And, all the others that moved to the Big 12. Like they, you're supposed to be the center of the business world where all these great minds come from, mm-hmm. and you got left behind. Yeah. Because. Like, talk about a misstep on, on the most public stage. Yeah. Like, the, how is that not embarrassing? You're writing, you're writing case studies on how to run business. Now, I have nothing against Stanford. I'm an SC grad. I, you know, I got into Stanford. I grew up near there. Yep. But I find that, I find that hilarious. Uh, <laughs> I did as well. Uh, but in reality, what did the Big Ten move do to really essentially save the future for USC, UCLA, Oregon, and Washington? Yeah. It, you know, we talked a couple of years ago about the possibility of USC going um, exactly independent, yep. right? Independent, that's right. that's growing more difficult. When you talk about Notre Dame football, Right. That I mean, that is an institution that, as, as much as they're a USC rival and they're playing each other this weekend, USC's not on that level when it comes to national exposure. They're not the mm-hmm. team of the Northeast. They don't have the history. Uh, they have a lot of history, but not as much as Notre Dame. Um, it, they, they had to align with a super conference at some point, and all these super conferences are aligning to the college football playoff. We all know this, and it's becoming the Super League, which is what it should be and what it what it what it has to be. I think that USC and UCLA were going to find a strong home either way. I really do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Oregon and Washington, who you pointed out, those are the ones that are the bigger concern, right? right? Uh, you know, the public university that is UCLA has so much story depth with the basketball program. Mm-hmm. Yep. But Oregon and Washington, you know, public schools really just came to prominence in Oregon in the last 25 years. UW was in much more prominent in the 90s than they are than they have been until now. they got Phoenix playing quarterback there, who I don't know how he's still playing quarterback. I feel like he was Indiana's quarterback nine years ago. Yeah. Um, you have right? no and idea how years. many Michael Penix Day games I've done. I've done plenty. Oh, <laughs> how, how, is he, how old is he at this point? I, every time he's on the on the TV, I think I watched him beat... I watched him beat I, Penn State I think in the 2020 COVID season. Yeah, I think he's older than Zach Wilson. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But it, it, saved, it saved sports at those institutions. And, and here's what people don't understand. When I say it saved sports at those institutions, sports at Stanford and Cal are dead. Stanford mm-hmm. and Cal now are Olympic sports schools, right. which is great. I mean, that's what the origination of, of the university sports was, and that's what they kind of want to be. They're going to be really good at track and swimming and, you know, those sorts of things. But mm-hmm. when it comes to revenue generation, basketball and football, they will be off the map in the next five years. They, they just will. They will be mm-hmm. as competitive at football as Vanderbilt is, and we won't hear about them in basketball. Right. Because it's very difficult to recruit on the West Coast, and now you're competing with four schools that are playing in the Big Ten, right. and, you're, and your pitch is we're in the, we're in the ACC from the Bay Area. It, it, this doesn't work. Is it your sense, and this is something we won't know until they actually send them out, but the Big Ten, you know, and it's going to depend on who it is, but when Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State go out there, it's not that USC will sell out, because they will. I and mean, when Penn State goes out there next year, that's going to be a sellout. Oh, yeah. Okay. Can, can they sell out UCLA? Yes, but more importantly... 
It's not about selling out the building. It's about the ad. Okay. Right? I mean, you're limited at, 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 at the Coliseum. Let's use the Coliseum as an example because they're a global brand that people know. Right. right? Yep. You're, you're limited in what you can sell, and you and I both know they're going to sell all of it. Right. Right? All exactly. of their suites, all of their tickets, unless mm-hmm. they get egregious on their pricing, they're going to sell that to them. There's no way they won't. Right. But you don't have a limitation on that because you're selling. It's going to be the big noon kickoff, or it's going to be the it's going to be the night game. You are going to sell ads for it, and that ad, those ad dollars, go through the roof. Those are the ad dollars that pay for the broadcast deals. That's where the money comes. So when you bring Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State out here to the West Coast, that's the biggest differentiator for the Big Ten. It's just the the TV dollars. It's it's uh, it's going to be through the roof. And, by the way, just so everybody knows, uh, the Big Ten, which has nine Friday night games, will expand to nine Friday night games next year. Now, Penn State and USC are not going to be playing on a Friday night. No. Just no. so you know, they won't. Be. No. But that does tell you about the inventory. Maryland and Rutgers will. <laughs> yep. Welcome to the Rose Bowl. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Great to hey, see you. Northwestern at Northwestern at UCLA. Enjoy that. Friday. Welcome. Enjoy it. That's great. <laughs> yeah. It's your basic 4.30 start, 7.30 Eastern time. Great. They, yeah. They would put UCLA at Rutgers on a Wednesday night if they could. <laughs> Don't tempt them. <laughs> I know, right? Doesn't matter. Just go play. You got. You don't have to go up against it. Okay, I'll leave it with with this final question. You're out there. You're well connected. I'm not going to get into all the connections you have there because that's not you know that that's our business because we know that. Have they talked to you about the pluses and the minuses to them of the Big Ten just from a competition point of view? Oh yeah, it's so more importantly. It, it, it's interesting. I looked at it and thought what everybody did originally. So um, Mike Bone is a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I know he's you know he's not involved anymore, but he was very involved in the in the room in the move that was done. And he's um, st- he's still getting paid. He's still getting paid. Uh, Andy Enfield is a friend of mine. Uh, Andy's kids play volleyball on the same club team that my kids play on, and um, I know a lot of Lincoln staff, so I know them very well. And all of our belief originally was this is just going to make it way harder to get to the playoff. Mm-hmm. And why are we doing this, right? The Pac-12 is a lot easier to walk through. But the recruiting impact has been significant because what I didn't realize, and this is what Mike and, and Lincoln's uh, head of uh, recruiting told me, was we're losing too many schools to the SEC or too many kids to the SEC in the Big Ten. Right. So even if we can walk through the Pac-12, we're not competitive anymore. The days of Mike Williams coming from Florida to play at SC are over. Mm-hmm. And that was the whole purpose in all of this is, you know, look, we, we don't have the, the Pac-12 never had the ability to have those those highlight games. So USC had to play those games out of conference. Right. Um, one thing USC is very proud of is they're one of only, I think maybe the only one or one of only two or three schools that has never played a, F, a, a Division One AA team. Right. Um, or FCS, whatever they call it now. Yep. They've only played top division teams. Mm-hmm. But they have to do that because nobody's, nobody's excited about at Oregon State, you know, at Washington State, at Cal, at Stanford. Right. I mean, if you look at the teams that are considered middle tier in the Big Ten, their draw is significantly larger than the middle of the of the division out here. And, and that's been the biggest differential for them is recruiting. They said, watch the recruiting classes. They're going to be significantly yeah. stronger. And I kind of said, well, Lincoln was going to do that anyways. They said, no, no, just watch. Yeah. And what's in the other part is the expansion to 12 and maybe we'll see the 16, you have more wiggle room to get into the playoff than you actually do now. 
once you get to 16, you'll have more. And, it's, and look, I mean, these conferences are getting bigger. Big 12 is about to act as Zaga. They're going to be the Big 17. Yeah. Um, I'm certain that, you know, the pack is looking at different options. I know San Diego State thing's not going to happen, and, you know, they're not going to be able to make that happen. But, uh, look, we're, we're headed the right direction, right? And, and this is the direction I've thought we should have been headed the whole time. I mean, you're around these kids. You see what it takes to be an athlete. I was an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, I had all this. I could, I could share stories of cheating all day long of mm-hmm. how they tried to help us with our, with our, with our homework and the like. But I played a non-revenue generating sport, right? I played basketball. I played volleyball. Volleyball didn't generate revenue. I had to do my class. These kids, the amount of work they put into this, this is a job. Yeah. And it is a major. And they are learning how to live in the real world in something that can make them money as coaches, as trainers, and all of these other things. So I'm just happy to see it going the way it's going because I think it is the right thing for the student athlete. And great, let them make money and then everybody else will make more money too. And it's funny that NIL we thought was going to poison the well. It's actually made it more, more interesting. Yeah. It's made it easier for sleeping giants to come back and it's created significant uh, gains when it comes to viewership. It's all the opposite of what a lot of the, the purest thought. See, this is what dinner is going to be like. All right. Yeah. Except there's going to be hours of this. <laughs> uh, well, I can't wait. Tell everybody at the star. We said hi, including the Eagles fans who listen to the show. <laughs> so, yeah, that's right. I'm a Niner fan, so I let them I let them know about it all day today. Uh, perfect. Tony. Right. My brother. Thanks so much. Appreciate you. All right. Thank you. Go Birds. We'll talk soon.